HKY1, Hong Kong, year one. 14th of May, episode 41. Oh, we, we didn't celebrate our big 4-0, Ozzy. Oh, what is going on here, <laughs> What type of ship are we running here? Yeah. Seriously. That has come and gone. It's come and gone. We didn't celebrate. There's yeah. no fanfare. There's no ticker tape parade. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Not even a That's bag unfortunate. Of, not even a bag of gummy bears or M&Ms. Nothing at all. Yeah, I think there's some fan um, service or, you know, gift somewhere in, in our P.O. box. We can go dig some of that, that, uh, that stuff <laughs> up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is, this is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. If we next time, when we reach episode 50, we've got to do something. <laughs> all right. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah, episode 50. Yeah, we'll wait for that. Mm-hmm. All right, what's what's going on, Ozzy? The world is no longer crumbling. You told you that. Um, you I don't that? know. Wishful thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Pandemic is is slowing down worldwide. Well, it's mm-hmm. it's not slowing down. I guess we're we're learning to adapt in in some places. Uh, attempting to adapt, I would say. Um, attempting to slow the curb. Attempting to eradicate. So we're we're in a slightly different phase of, of this pandemic. Yes. Different phase, different phase. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think most people are trying to learn to live with it. Mm. But let's mm. wait and see. Let's wait and see. We've had a few restrictions loosened up in Hong Kong, and yeah. um, so far, so good. Yeah. How, how, how do you think that's been going? So interesting uh, calm communications from Hong Kong University on Thursday, mm. right? They sent out this, this mass communication to all their students telling people to avoid Kennedy Town because there is a large cluster of COVID-19 effect, uh, uh, infections. That was weird. That was weird. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what was going on. So first, yeah. I heard about this, and my first reaction was, oh, did the government send something out or the health department send something out about this? You know, And there was nothing mm. from the government. The government mm. didn't know anything about this. This was sent yeah. from the university warning students, right, not to mm. come on campus or not to... Um, eat in the Kennedy town or something like that. And I'm yeah. like, wait a minute. And to, to, uh, to be fair, I've, uh, I've been reading a bit of criticism towards that because it oh, yeah, for sure. quite a bit of panic <laughs> yeah. locally. And it was like, <laughs> why are you sending this sort of communication out to all of your students? Because clearly your students are just going to be forwarding on mm. to people mm. in and around Hong Kong. Explode. And that's what happened on yeah. Wednesday or something like that, where I was like, oh, it's, well, so the government is doing X, Y, and Z. I'm like, no, this, is came, this came from the university. From university. So listeners, this, so is, odd. this is one of the top universities in Hong Kong. I mean, there's not, there's not a whole lot of universities here, but HKU is highly regarded, you know, respected. It's very well-known university. So mm. when you see something come from them you're like oh hang on a minute this this must be serious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right 
but I thought it was fake news <laughs> when I saw it come up. Uh, people were forwarding it around. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird. And then you saw it on SCMP and you're like, mm. oh gosh. So when, <laughs> when anything makes SCMP, you know it's big, right? It's, SCMP yeah. is one of our main, is one of the major newspapers in Hong Kong. And it made it to its website by like three o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. It was reported in the morning, rumors. Then it was on the website on in the afternoon, like first headline. Mm-hmm. You know, oh my gosh, this is blown up out of control now. What so would have been was... a quiet Thursday, everybody minding their own business, hard at mm-hmm. work, mm-hmm. you know, students at school, <laughs> newspapers had nothing to do. So, you know what? Let's jump on this. <laughs> ridiculous right it was ridiculous sorry listeners but uh yeah that, that that's that's the situation we're in you know people are kind of cautiously being optimistic about the pandemic um attempting to to live with it um and i think we're still okay we'll see we'll mm. see so how's it been for you ozzy you know things reopening yeah, yeah, you know, it's been good for it's been good for me from a personal point of view. You know, there's a lot of things that I like to do. I like to get out and about. And you know, you mm-hmm. listeners at home, you're always wondering what is Ozzy getting up to these days. Has he been climbing the side of the peak? Um, mm-hmm. Has he been going on long bike rides, or has he been kayaking or anything like that? But I'm coming, I'm coming back at you live and direct for a report of me last week doing. First time ever in my life, wake surfing. Wake ah, surfing. Nice. So um, actually, I was meant to do this uh, December, in December, as uh, during my birthday. It was a gift or something that was planned by my colleagues at work. And um, we were meant to go and do it in December. But at the time, the weather was really super bad. And obviously, they didn't want my first experience pretty cold be, yeah and it was cold no but during december it's nice because we get really nice weather in december oh when the, uh, the sun's yeah, out i guess the sun's okay. out yeah, yeah. yeah it's fine but the weather was really bad so it got postponed i think it got postponed twice and mm. finally we, we were able to do it and um yeah it was it we it was it was incredible it was um off Saikun and um went down there jumped on these speedboats and I was amazed by the number of people. We're talking about things opening up now. I was amazed by the number of people around the, the pier front and cycling. There's so many people, mate. And all the restaurants, so you've got a lot of like seafood restaurants along the pier yeah. along the pier as well. They're all like packed, like, packed, packed. You know what I mean? Really everybody's packed. out. Everybody's out. And I was like, wow. And mm. it's incredible just seeing these speedboats coming in, picking up people to go off and do kayaking. Uh-huh, like uh-huh. every two minutes, the boat was coming in, picking more people up, and they'll go out again. There's so many boats out there doing um, doing mm. uh, wake surfing. And it was, or any type of surfing, we have to be dragged by a boat. It was an incredible sight. And, you know, me personally, I was a, bit, a little bit nervous about it. It's something that I haven't done. I, thought to myself that look what's the point of doing this i'm just going to be literally in the water most of the time gulping gulping and sipping water seawater that's what i'm going to be doing but um so the boat pulled up and go inside the boat uh, the the driver was quite cool he said to me that hey you know 
if you want to, you can play music through the, the Bluetooth speakers that are built into the boat, which was great. So, I, you know, I hooked it up straight away. Started playing a little, some tunes and stuff, which was cool because it kind of made everything like really cool and relaxed and things like that. And he was really reassuring as well. And um, but I was really excited to start and get going and do something different. And it was, um, we, 10 minutes from cycle, we then slowed down. And um, one of my colleagues, she's done it before. So she, she was fine. And uh, yeah, yeah. So she was just like, oh, this is like not easy, but you're just example, if you know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> setting setting the, the tone. But for the rest of us, we're just like, okay, whatever. So we're doing this for the first time. So whatever. Uh, so when it came to our turn, the amateurs or the new the, the newbies, the uh, wake surf guy, he just basically gives some pointers, say, hey, look, when you're in the water, this is how you, this is the position you take in the water. When we start moving the boat, this is what you do now. You, this is how you stand up into a squat position and you stand up straight. Um, if you fall in, just throw the rope to one side. Don't um, hold on to the rope or the boat will just literally drag you along. Uh, and yeah, it was, that was safety. Yeah. Basically, yeah, that was that was basically it. I'm like, okay, tell, tell me anything else. Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> One of those things, right? You gotta you gotta try it before you 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 know. Try before you buy. Yeah, that yeah. type of thing. So eventually, it was my turn. I jumped in, jumped into the water. I was holding on, and um, at first, when the boat went off, I lost my grip. Uh, the, the rope just went into the water. I lost my grip. So. Mm-hmm. That was one full start. The second full start, my board just like flipped three times. I didn't even move and the board was flipping over. And for a third attempt, I managed to just get into a squat position on the board as the boat was moving. And I was like, okay, this is good. I went straight into the water again. (laughs) But for the fourth time, I was able to squat on the board. Then eventually I stood up. And then eventually I was able to uh, go with, I was able to move left and right on the, on the, on the wake, but obviously I'm still holding onto the rope and then I was able to do it with one hand. So at the end of the session, I was able to stand up, go left and right at will or as instructed by the, the instructor and then also be able to just hold on with, I didn't let go completely because eventually you're supposed to let go of it, let go of the rope completely. So you're literally just behind the boat surfing, but I was just able to let go of one, one hand and go left to right on behind the boat. So I was quite proud of myself. So at the beginning, I was able to stand up by, I think 15 or 20, maybe the third or fourth attempt. I was on the board for at least three or four minutes. I was just standing on the board. Go get it now. You think it's three or four minutes, probably like 10 seconds. Mate, I got the, I got the video reference. Mate. Got the Don't talk to me. Shut, shut up. Shut up. Who is this guy coming from? Ozzy the Wake Surfer. <laughs> nice, man. Good for you. I've only done, I've, I've never done extreme water sports in, in, uh, in there Hong you go. Kong. There you go. I've done it in Thailand. There you go. But what's the what's the cost? I'm 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 interested to know. I don't know. People chipped in. Oh, so of course. Know the cost. I, 
um, I can find out and let you know. I think it's better to do it obviously with a group of people than you know, yeah. So you're not renting the whole boat, yeah. Plus, you have to take a taxi to get to mm. Saikon, which is about 300 from mm. let's say if you're coming from Hong Kong Island, it's about $300. Yeah, so obviously, if you've got a group of people, then it's like fifty, sixty dollars sense. each, right? It makes more sense to do it with people. Um, but yeah, it was great. I, I, when I got off, when I got off the boat, I was buzzing, mate. I was buzzing. Mm. I was like, oh, "This is great. Oh, it's amazing. I'm gonna do it again. Oh my word! If I was able to continue, I swear <laughs> I would be able to lick off the rope. I'd be able to do tricks, flips, ollies, backflips. You." Did I lose you? I think I lost Ozzy. Uh, I like that. <laughs> oh, you're back. Or did it, did I did I lose connection? It's probably you. Yeah, it's probably me. It's all you. But I have a really good Wi-Fi. There you go. Well, of course, so it must <laughs> be me. Mug. Well done, sir. Good for you. Good for you. Another another item off the bucket list yeah i'm happy with that i'm gonna try and do it again um sometime this summer yeah it was good fun but it's going wrong it's super tiring it's super tiring because if you jump off that board if you drop mm. you have to swim to pick up your board and you can imagine that's bloody tiring you yeah. grab the board and then just it there is a lot of like uh, physical exertion. You're supposed to relax, obviously, but when you're starting out like a newbie like me, everything's like tensed up, you like your arms, yourself, your legs. Pick yourself yeah. back up. Pick yourself back up yeah. over and over and over yeah, yeah. again. It's just, it just kills you. So um, just be mindful of that. But there you go. There you go. There is Aussies finding something new in Hong Kong when you cannot travel anywhere outside of Hong <laughs> Kong thing to do this week. <laughs> You you could potentially, yeah, you could potentially do something different every single week if you want. That's what to. I'm trying. That's what right. I'm trying to do, mate. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to give something back to these listeners. I'm trying to say to them, look, right, we're stuck here. We've got, but well, we're not stuck here. We can get out if we want. But you know yeah. what I mean. In terms of coming mm-hmm. back, it's just a yeah. bit long. But there are things to do. And there are plenty of things. So I, I never wake surf before. I've never done that before in my life, right? And it's yeah. something that anyone, if you're obviously, if you're reasonably fit, you know, can do. But that's just one thing. There's so many things that you can do and see here in, in Hong Kong, which right now, because of the lack of travel, you might as well look through that list, right? And just go, okay, this is open now. Let me go and see this. Or let me go and do this. Let me do this. Let me try this. Let me eat this. Right, sure, man. Yeah, listeners, check it out. Cyclone Water Sports. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, well, let, turning the dial a little bit. There's been, I mean, a, a, as as the weather gets better, it's getting warmer. Summer's mm-hmm. coming, mm-hmm. but in the world of crypto, winter is coming. <sighs> <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave hear this about conversation this? now. Uh, well, yeah. we, I mean, we we talked about crypto a little bit before, right? And uh, the fact that it's a vol- very volatile 
um, um, market, there's super high risk, super high reward. Mm-hmm. But what happened? So I'm, I'm hearing that mar- the crypto markets have crashed so hard that people are turning away from it. You know, to the point where um, graphics cards, so desktop graphics cards, the prices have started to, to, to come down because, mm. um, you know, people no longer think it's, it's something worth um, doing to invest in uh, high-end graphics cards for crypto mining, for Bitcoin mining. Yeah. It's um, a big theme is having me drink right now. Sorry, people. Mm. Ah, well, <laughs> I think, um, yeah, the crypto situation is just um, a bit crazy this past week, just with um, uh, Luna crashing. Um, so, yeah, basically, uh, Luna sort of so crash. Due Luna to is meant to be some a type of stable coin. Is that what they call it? Yeah, it's uh, yes, it was, it's basically like stablecoin. It's something that's no Luna is pegged. It's it's it, Luna is pegged to no Luna is linked. This is so wrong. If this is so wrong, people just like shut me down right now. But Luna is linked to a stablecoin, right? And that stablecoin has gone lost its peg to the US to the US dollar and everything went upside down. So I've got a little thing here where it said Lunasaur um, crash due to its like to Terra USD, which is a stable coin. Yeah. Linked to the US dollar. So stable coins are digital currencies pegged to a traditional one, in this case US dollar. And when the UST Terra USD decoupled from the dollar earlier this week, prices went down. So over the past few days, Luna's market value <laughs> over the past few days, Luna's market value has dropped from 40 billion right. to 400 million, which led mm. to cryptocurrency sites like Binance to temporarily suspending withdrawals of Luna on mm. Wednesday. That's the issue. <laughs> So, and you've got people, you've got celebrities, I'll say celebrities in inverted commas, you've got celebrities like KSI saying, oh, is what he tweeted early this week. Oh, what a week. I went to my hamster's funeral, performed in front of thousands of people at Wembley Arena, and my $3 million of Luna is now worth a few hundred dollars. Hmm. Right? So it's just like in, in, incredible, absolutely incredible. And um, I've been listening to local, I listen to local radio, radio in local radio being UK radio. So I listen to UK radio stations, mm. right? And there are a couple of stations where they do phone-ins. And when national radio stations are talking about cryptocurrencies, usually is not because it's something good. It's usually something bad. So especially when you deal. talk about local, uh, we talk about national radio station that doesn't talk about finance in general, right? Mm-hmm. So when the subject matter shifts, talking about cryptocurrencies, you know it's not a good thing. It's something bad, something that's impacting a lot of people. So in this case, 
with this massive crash, people were phoning into this radio station, giving all sorts of, there were people that were phoning in defending cryptocurrencies. There were people that were phoning in saying, look, I lost 40,000 pounds, 50,000 pounds because of this. And that's like, what you're kind of signing up for in the first place. Yeah. Right? And yeah. And I had to agree with the presenter at the time because he said himself, you know, it's really hard to sympathize with those people. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard when you are borrowing money that you do not have. So these people are borrowing. So you're borrowing money to place a bet or to gamble it away on something which can even go up, as well as go up, can go down with no sort of, wiped out, with no sort of intrinsic value, with no sort of fundamentals. You can say, hey, look, I bought this coin because it's got these fundamentals, right? Like you look at a stock, right? You can't apply that same methodology to your cryptocurrency because it's all about sentiment, feeling, emotion, right? And I agreed with it. I'm like, it's hard to sympathize with people when you are taking out credit cards or maxing out your credit cards to place a bet on, some, on, on an outcome where which can swing any which way but loose based on pure emotion, right? So... <sighs> the, There's the, all the, this talk about um, whether regulation is needed. You know, things are... All, they're all going back to that, that question again, right? Do, do we... What, what financial system works... I mean, even even the the financial system that the non crypto financial system, you know, there's a lot of regulations, policies, and we've talked about hedging and all that before, right? In, in one of our episodes, mm. there's still risk, mm. inherent risk. Mm. So when when you're when you're betting, when you're placing your life savings on something that's not regulated, what do you expect? Right, you can either become the next Elon Musk and start buying stuff like Twitter for forty-four billion, or you'll join the rest of us and become super poor and lose all your money. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh, what's that saying about? Um, uh, I think there was a saying: "Fools are easily parted with money." Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Something it's like shame, that. Shame, though. It's a, it's a real shame. Oh, what is it the saying? So a fool and his yes, that's it. A fool and his money are easily parted, mm. right? Mm. That's it. That's it. So it's and that's what's happened here, right? That's what's happened here. You had a massive, massive crash. I think this has been the deepest, the deepest decline in the history of cryptocurrencies. Um, there are still people out there who are evangelizing about it, saying, no, no, crypto is the way forward. This is it, this is that, this is this. it's great. It's great, it's great. And the second <laughs> coming of Jesus Christ, the way they talk about these, uh, because they are so, this is what I mean by the emotion. They are so into it. They yeah. believe, they believe it. And I'm sure that they're almost dudes, like a religion. They're dudes, men, women have lost so much money, but they still believe. 
they will still believe that this is the way forward. And yeah, some people will say this now is the time to stock up. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. There is that, right? There is that. Yeah. You're like, you know, buy the dip, buy the dip. Mm. And you're just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, man. Warren Buffett always said, and I'm sure he said this. No, he did say this. He said, invest in what you understand. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's so simple. It's so simple. Invest in what you understand. I don't think cryptocurrencies are... No, no single human being, I think, is capable of understanding all of it. Oh, but you see loads of them on Instagram, mate. <laughs> yeah, they all you understand. See loads, they all, you see all of them on YouTube, mate. Everyone's an expert on Instagram and YouTube mm. when it comes to cryptocurrencies. It's incredible. It's absolutely incredible. Where someone is saying that they made um, $50,000 last month on, on cryptocurrencies and stuff yeah. like that. And I find it very funny. I'm like, wow, you've made so much money. You've got so much, made so much money. You've got time to do YouTube. You've got mm-hmm. time. I know if I made that much money, right? YouTube would be the last thing on my mind. I think mm-hmm. that right now. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing this podcast if I had that much money. It might be funny. I've got, I've got things to do, things to buy. <laughs> but that's that's, that's the world now, right? Um, you're making these videos, you know, wh- whether they're telling the truth or not, they're probably making money off of those videos too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And then, yeah, the, 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 the scary part is there's millions and millions of people who just blindly follow these people on YouTube and, yeah. you know, take their advice. Yeah. You see on Instagram, you see people or these kids, I don't know, 20 years old, 22, 23, flexing in front of <laughs> their, Lam- their Lamborghini. Oh, yeah. Or their whatever, or them going shopping or with like bundles of cash and stuff like that. And they say, oh, yeah, because I've been doing like FX trading and stuff like that. This is how I do. But if you send me some money or if you join my course, I can let you know all the trading secrets and, you know, you as well can have this much money. And you're just like this. But people, people believe it. People believe it. We believe it. To be fair, I have met someone that actually made enough money. Well, I don't know how much this person made, but they bought a they bought a Ferrari. I've I've played basketball with with this guy before. Um, <laughs> there there are success stories, but then I mean it's one out of a million. But he go, but, but then he goes and then he goes and buys a Ferrari. So that's kind of re- that re-emphasizes my point about a fool and his money are soon parted. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah, you went out and bought that's if you true. went out and bought a Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll say it again. A fool and his money are soon parted. <laughs> that is that is a that is ironic. I I I was speaking to somebody um uh, entrepreneur uh you know at at the height of his his career he had two shops Mm-hmm. Um, and he was just saying that he, he blew it because he thought he was really successful. You know, he started to splash out, you know, living the life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then circumstance, right now he's, uh, he's back to one, uh, he's had to downsize. Um, but yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, it's tough. It's not easy, man. Mm-hmm. 
I've I've met some of the most you know, successful people that I've met during my you know during my lifetime. They all have one thing in common. These people and you, these people, from what I've experienced, is that they are even just looking at them. They are very, they're very, very much down to earth. Mm. They're super, super humble. Mm. They're they are um, super insightful. They don't, they don't, they are not flashy people. They don't look down on people. They're not. They are literally the opposite to what you would see, say, on so on Instagram or anything like that. The most successful people who have the wealth would oh, yeah, not sure. be would not go and buy Ferrari. So all the, the people yeah, that I've known, yeah. the most successful people, they don't own Ferraris. Not one of them owns a Ferrari. They don't own a flashy car. They don't, they don't have designer clothes. Nothing like that. Nothing at all. Mm. Nothing at all. They walk down the street, you would even know that they've got two pennies rubbed together. They can rub together, right? Yeah. That's the one thing they all have in common, right? Because they know in their heads, if you say to them, hey, look, let's go and buy a Ferrari. In their heads, they'll be thinking, mm-hmm. okay, I buy a Ferrari, I spend that much money, I drive it out. It's worth the, the, the depreciation of me driving off the, 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 the showroom floor would be 10%. Yeah. If you, that's how they think. It's like, no, no, no. What's the value in this car? What is it going to take ownership? Yes. What is it going to add value? How is this going to car going to add value to my life? Right. And that's what all of them having have in common. So when I do meet, when I have met the person who's the opposite, who's just like, oh, I'm flashy, I've got this, you know, all this money, 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 watches, 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 and all that type of stuff. I'm like, hmm, okay, fine, fair enough. But are you, I would assume it's like family wealth. Is a case of you haven't worked for that money, right? You haven't been the no, person right. who's yeah. been in the trenches, who's working 20 hour days to kind of accumulate that type of wealth, making those decisions. It's usually some sort of I don't know, old money, family money. Hence why you're able to easily spend it because you don't necessarily know the worth or the blood and sweat and the tears that's gone into it to accumulate it in the first place, right? I'm, um, I'm just making, I'm not making bold assumptions. I'm just basing it on the people that I've met in my time. Okay. So people don't get mad. Those are, oh, we're not all like yeah, Don't that. get mad. Don't get mad at us. You know, this, this no. is the world we live in. I'm right? just basing it on the people <laughs> that I've actually, I've met like in real life, not on Instagram or anything like that or Twitter. I've met these people. Okay. And yeah. uh, most of them are the ones who you would not, they're very unassuming, very humble, humble, down to earth, willing to help you if you even ask for advice. That I'm willing to help. I'm really to bounce ideas off each other. Those people, but then you get the other side, which I also have met, who are flash and brash and all this type mm. of thing. And usually, usually, no, not usually, all the time, it's been the kind of family wealth, like their dad or granddad has yeah, started sure. a business and all this mm. type of stuff, and they're just basically spending the money. That's all they're doing. <laughs> well yeah they're lucky eh? they're luck- they're lucky they have access you know mm-hmm. um i was hiking the other day uh there was a father and son i overheard their conversation the dad's um, was saying to to his son oh son um wow you spent that much money on this watch and the son's like yeah you know it's pretty nice right <laughs> and clearly you know he's thinking wow you you have no clue how much money uh that that you know 
you oh really spent, really yeah. yeah he was a really nice guy it's he sounded like a nice guy right he, he he didn't want to scream at his son or yell at his son um but it it, it was just a slice of, of of that conversation immediately i knew what they were talking about wow yeah you spent how so much? Many of these people. yeah i didn't <laughs> i didn't hear that but yeah but how much money <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. And now it's because of, yeah, I know. I'm sorry, guys, I had to go back onto social media, but because of social media, it's so easy now that the people mm. try to aspire to get that Lamborghini or get that house. Yeah, for or sure. of, mm. So, how would you, circling back to our conversation about crypto, how do you get that and accumulate that money? Oh, yeah, crypto, that's the way. That's the way. I'll take out 40,000 and I'll be able to make 40 million in a month. It is, right? a, it is probably the quickest way. If you know what you're doing. I'm not trying to people, encourage people. I'm just saying like, it, it probably is the quickest way. If you know what you're doing. Yeah. And most people who say that they know what they're doing, trust me. If someone says they know what they're doing, when it comes to cryptocurrency, the, most of the time they don't know what they're doing. Mm. They don't know what they're doing. Good. Anyway. <laughs> oh man crazy times we live in crazy crazy yeah for crazy. sure i was trying to i was trying to win the mark six <laughs> yeah man that's just that's, yeah. that's a that's a that's a safer bet mate yeah <laughs> i finally uh uh registered for a account because they so i've been holding off on registering an account at the hong kong jockey club why because um well i just don't want it to make it so easy for me to place bets on anything oh my God. Um, are you no but still if it's easy then you know you don't want you don't want you don't want these things to be easy just one of those things anyway but uh because I, someone told me that the mark six um ballot uh, a cash a snowball um was at 40 million hong kong dollars 40 million uh, yeah it's 40 million um so what's that what's that in pounds for four million pounds four million pounds mm-hmm. yeah um so yeah why not what the heck you know I, I go down in the jockey club try to get some mark six tickets and they're like oh sorry sir because of the pandemic we don't we don't do cash deals anymore um so the only way you can place a bet is if you register an account and use the app how do i do that actually so okay tell, tell us the steps go on who's the addict <laughs> no, because, no no just tell me the step i'm interested i'm being i'm being totally honest like, i'm sure. actually interested to find I'm out how joking. you did this just joking. <laughs> so it's actually they, they make it easy you can imagine they make it easy for you um there's two ways you can mm. download an app um hong kong jo- jockey club account opening app just google google that i, d- I don't remember what it's called I'm doing but they it have us right now hong yeah kong there's like a specific uh kong app jockey. for you to um jockey uh, open an account jockey. yeah jockey, jockey club. okay i've got jockey club app it says yeah now listeners that we we are not encouraging people to gamble all right um, i can see the app mate i'm trying to find it right now yeah it's it's, it's it's try hkjc hk hkjc hkjc doing this yeah. live hkjc doing live. account opening 
It's actually it's account, account opening. Can you yeah. check your phone? Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Yeah, no, it's there. I haven't got it. Maybe you need the Hong Kong Play Store. Oh, F1 or the uh, Hong Kong App Store. No, what are you talking about? I, I'm seeing Hong Kong Jockey Club apps. I'm um, seeing. Yeah, I've got it here. It's on my iOS. It's called HKJC Account Opening. Oh, you muppet. Where is it? It's membership services. HKJC members mobile app. Is that it? No. What? Um, oh, betting account. Oh my God. It's not here. Yeah. So. Okay. Go on. Continue. Continue. <laughs> yeah. Or, I mean, or, or you could go to go to one of their stores. And oh, they would happily, they would that. happily help you out. <laughs> um, yeah, but it, it's it's simple. It's a couple of steps using the app. You download the app, um, accept uh, you know some terms and stuff, uh, and then they scan your ID card. So that's one thing to note: the account is tied to your ID, um, and uh, uh, you know that way they know that you're you're of age and it's it's legal for you to gamble um, in Hong Kong. That kind mm. of thing. I wonder mm. how how they can stop people from from gambling overseas. I don't know. Um, anyway, that's that's not something we encourage either. And that's it. it. It takes a couple of days for them to to process your your application. If you do it in the store, they activate it on the spot for you, and that's it. And then you can download the Jockey Club app, um, and and yeah, buy Mark Mark Six tickets. I'm literally downloading the app now. Yeah. <laughs> I, d- I didn't win, by the way. Of course you didn't. That's why you're on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, if you disappear, clearly that's you've won, the, you've, you've won the lottery. That's why you're not around anymore. <laughs> fair enough. Yeah. My, my, my wife actually won 20 bucks, though. Good for her. Uh, 40 bucks. $40. Wow. I think she got three numbers. Wow. <laughs> One See? person won though. One person, one ticket, won the forty oh, one million. Forty million. Yeah, wow. that person is is pretty happy right now. I think so, but not as happy as the person last week in the UK that won one hundred eighty-four million pounds. Jeez. Okay. What's that in Hong Kong dollars? What's that? No, quadruple. One point eight. One point eight billion. One trillion. No. Billion. One point eight billion Hong Kong dollars. Yeah, something like that. Jeez, man, is that the mm. euro euro uh, no euro what um, euro pot or whatever it's called again? <laughs> euro pot. <laughs> what are you talking about? Euro millions. Euro millions. Thank you, dude. We should start a new one called Euro pot. <laughs> euro pot. What? Win some marijuana. That's all, yeah, that no. Great. I mean, just a pot of gold. Come on, God, Jesus. <laughs> Someone, someone, get get this. To, oh, anyway, anyway, moving on. <laughs> we, we need to we need to get some of these, um, you know, winner lottery winners on the show and just just like talk to them. What have you been up to? <laughs> so you want someone to tell you about how much money that they've spent <laughs> over the past few days after winning the lottery? Oh yeah, for sure. Sounds or like even or even like riveting last listening right there. Twelve months or something. 
Oh my God, I'm sure our listeners would love to hear all about someone who just became a millionaire and all the fabulous things that they're doing and buying. Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) My Lord. Seriously. No, the answer is no. Uh, I've got, I've downloaded the app. I've downloaded the app. Yeah, you you can, you can, you know, bet on horses and, and football games and stuff like that. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, gambling. I'm not a gambler in that in a traditional sense, right? But mm. when I was in the UK, you know, I played the lottery, you know, just like a couple yeah, of, just couple of quid, a yeah. couple of quid every week. It's nothing, right? And you just say, yeah. you've got to be in it to win it. If you do win it. I think it is, a, it's, it's healthy if, if you, if you uh, put a cap on it, right? No, it's just like 50, if you put like 50 bucks or something, just mm. every two weeks, what's wrong with that? So my my thing with Mark Six is there we go. I don't I don't play or, or or place bets regularly at all. But if someone tells me about it, I will go and buy a couple of tickets. Okay, I'm telling you about it now. <laughs> it doesn't count that you know that's my thing. <laughs> God, all these rules you keep changing. Hong the Kong, you're one. Oh God, <laughs> thank you so much. Crypto Winter.